The Fake Show podcast would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Moonshot, a one-of-a-kind site where artists are free to express their passions. Look around for awesome pop culture t-shirts with everything from TV and film, sports, and the very cool vintage Vegas designs. We're also brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, Craft House Brewery in Henderson, Mr. Antenna, and Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that? No sensei. No mercy. It's the fake show with Jim Toffee. The pivotal scene in The Karate Kid with actor Martin Cove, who is probably best known for his portrayal of the villainous karate sensei John Kreese. In the Karate Kid trilogy, with his famous line, Sweep the Leg, he was a regular on Cagney and Lacey and appeared on screen with Burt Reynolds, Kevin Costner, Sylvester Stallone, and many more. Now he is back in his iconic John Kreese role on the series Cobra Kai. Martin, welcome to the show. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Very good. Great to talk to you again. I really, really like how they set up season two of Cobra Kai with you as this massive surprise at the end of season one. Yeah, it was really fun. I mean, they originally said to me, we all got together and chatted and they wanted to write the character with a lot more a lot more versatility and, and vulnerability, and that's what I was interested in doing. And, and they said, you'll come in season you know, one, episode 10. And I said, can I come in season one, episode six? And they said, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And it set it up, you know, the real story's only just begun and became a classic line. And they've written great stuff ever since. I mean, they just, they write the character with such versatility. It's fantastic. Yeah, I know that these young writers, it's obvious that they're huge fans of the franchise, and they they were fanboys. I mean, they were thrilled, I know, that when you showed up on the set. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was wild. I, I think it was the first rehearsal. I told the story once. It was um, the first rehearsal, and I just hit my mark, said this line, you know, the real story has only just begun, had the cigar on my lips, and all of a sudden, you hear from the other end of the of the studio in the little Valley Village where all the all the videos are, and all of a sudden the crew is there and the and the, and the writers and you hear us, oh. <laughs> it was like I said their line and they were waiting nine episodes for Chris to say their words. You know, you're right. And I realized that I was okay. You know, I have to be nervous because whatever I did was fine. So did you have to keep it a secret for quite a while that you were even going to appear on the show? Yeah, I mean, I could. It was very frustrating. I mean, I knew I was going to be on the show. And I guess September, and then I kept it all the way till it aired May 2nd. And uh, it was very frustrating. It was really hard because people at conventions would ask you, you know, are you in the show? And I would make up stories like, well, not really. I disappeared for 30 years. <laughs> You know, I worked for the KGB, I worked for the CIA. Yeah. I would make all these, no one believed me, but, you know, I couldn't say anything. And uh, so bottom line was, you know, um, when I showed up, everybody loved it. You know, they, they, they have this affinity to this character somehow. Do you just kind of fall back into it in terms of the chemistry that you have with Ralph and Billy? Yeah, I mean, we, we really like each other when we were... And I think, you know, in season two is the first time I acted with Ralph in 35 yeah. years. And and it was great. I mean, just obviously the scene at the beginning 
there's a scene, I guess, in episode two, but a couple of episodes down, we just have a scene alone without Billy in his garden, and I just pop up, and it's really rich. And both of us, you know, it, it's not like you can phone in a conversation, you know, with, a, you know, an actor. We know you got to really be there in the moment and, you know, and bring in bring in all your craft, you know, and uh, it's strong. It's exciting. And, you know, both Billy Zapka has done a wonderful job. Ralph's done a wonderful job. And, and this season makes them work harder, you know, because because I'm like a thorn in everybody's side, you know. You're happy John Creese is in the dojo, but what has he got up his sleeve? I know that you have an affinity for Westerns. Was Gunsmoke the first one that you did? Yeah. Gunsmoke was the first. Uh, it was the last year of Gunsmoke, and it was the first. It was my first year in Hollywood. I had such a good time. Such a great time, and working with James on this, and, and Paul Coslow was a friend of mine just passed away, and it was great, you know. It was a standard story of the, you know the bad family, and we come to gun, we come to town, and and um, it, it was just it was wonderful. It, it was so good to you know because I'm big on westerns, and I, I want to really rejuvenate the western, and you know that was my first my first taste, and it, it was fantastic. I did a lot of others after that, but um, that was my first one, and it was very exciting. I know that you uh, that you enjoy shooting trap, which I thought was very cool because I did that when I was a kid and really liked doing that with my dad. You know, it kind of gets up the competitive juices, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, trap is trap is is, is reasonably easier than feet. He's right. not very good at. Friend yeah. of mine, John Miller, who's a you know John wonderful writer and right. the closest thing to John Ford we have. And uh, he, he's a you know avid trap shooter, and I would go out with him and do these you know celebrity shoots, and it was great. You know, he sort of introduced me to that world, and and the, you know it, it's it's fantastic because you can you know you, you can focus, and it's a little bit like karate because you really need to just isolate your mind and yourself with that bird, and you got to follow it and the leads, and it's really I think shooting you know shooting weapons in general. Um, is very. I think it, it it helps with the mind in the sense of discipline, you know, and, and especially out in the desert. And, and you bring up John Milius uh, getting you into that. I loved his film Big Wednesday. Yeah, Big Wednesday is terrific. I got married to the soundtrack of an earlier film he did called The Wind and the Lion. Oh yeah, Candace John Connery. I mean, I love that movie. And you know, John is just a lot of fun. You know, John. Just really a, um, a a wonderful writer and director. I mean, he helped write Apocalypse Now, and right, now he wrote it all, and lots of stuff. I mean, Spielberg goes to him to help with lines from Raiders and Jaws. And, you know, it's um, it's he's getting better now. He had a bit of a stroke, and he's getting better. And I'm, I really hope he gets out there again because he's one of the giants back in Hollywood, you know. I was going to say, speaking of giants, uh, you just worked with Quentin Tarantino in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which will come out this summer. It, that has to be right up there with the top of movie-making experiences for you. It's the best. I mean, you know, I was bugging him for years to be in his, one of his films, and he knew what a Western advocate I was, and he... He brought me into this, and um, it was a great experience. Uh, you know, I tell this story often. You know, it's, it's the end of the day, and 
Julius Caesar with DiCaprio and it's done. And he says, you know, I think I got it, but I want one more. And he turns around to the entire crew and cast and says, and do you know why? And all the crew and cast in unison scream, because we love to make movies. <laughs> By the way, who did you have scenes with? With uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. That movie, it's a Western sequence, and it's really good. It's a good Western sequence, but that movie, as of today, was accepted in Cannes. It's going to open up you know, the Cannes Film Festival in, in, uh, in May. Oh, fantastic. Is it true that Quentin makes everybody ditch their cell phones when they're on the set? Yeah, you can't bring your cell phone on set. Um, you know, you can't, I, I don't have any pictures of working, you know. In, I, I just finished yesterday a movie here at VFW in Dallas, Stephen Lang and William Sadler. We took pictures all the time, but, you know, there was a problem with, with you know, one of the scripts, and, and, you know, years ago, and, and, you know, he's such an interesting guy that it'd be terrible. People are buzzing around. Everybody would want to take pictures. And it, it's really okay because it creates an exclusivity with, by working with him. You know, it's just like an experience for you that day, that week, that month, and for nobody else, you know. And it's your experience working with such a creative character that, you know, it, it shouldn't be recorded it should not be recorded except emotionally when you're acting with him and being directed by him because it's a very exclusive feeling. There are so few people out there that have that joie de vivre, that, that personal, you know, lust for really, really fine work. And um, I don't know, I haven't worked. John Avelson had it and a couple of other people I've worked with. John Millius had it. You, know, you love being in the movie business. Quentin's got it tenfold, you know, tenfold. Uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Does it look like Cobra Kai uh, could go on for a few seasons? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And, uh, um, you know, it's, it'll be real interesting. I think they're going to announce it any day now. But, you know, the show, the writing is so good. It's a little bit for, for everybody. It's like the old Ed Sullivan show where, where the whole family could gather around. So you have a bit of violence, you have a bit of love, you have a bit of vulnerability. You've got, you know, stoic John Kreese. But then John Kreese is, you know, he's written very versatilely. So now you've got a lot of colors to John Kreese, who is ultimately the Darth Vader of the karate world. Well, he's no longer. <laughs> well, look for Martin in Cobra Kai on YouTube Red and this summer in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. An honor, a pleasure talking to you, Martin, and good luck with everything. Thank you very much. Good talking to you. That guy is the epitome of the journeyman actor. He always says that I don't quite feel as though I've made it, but I keep on trying. I can't wait to see him and that all-star cast in Tarantino's new film in July. That does it for this episode of The Fake Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jim Tofty, and I'll see you back here next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. <laughs>